0: On this episode, we are diving into, and ideally deleting, your delinquent churn.
1: Plus, we see a not-so-surprising boost in demand for Deliveroo and, of course, Netflix. What does this mean for other businesses, though?
0: And a bit on generational stereotypes in the workplace. They may not be as prominent as you'd think.
1: All this and more today on RecurNow.
0: From our respective remote work setups, it's Thursday, March 19th. I'm Abby Sullivan.
1: I'm James Herrick on another beautiful day to subscribe.
0: Up first, your news.
1: First up, we're going for a dive. Into delinquent churn, that is, because subscription e-commerce companies are losing thousands of dollars per month due to credit card failures, and most of you aren't really doing anything about it. So our very own Patrick Campbell and Subta, the Subscription Trade Association co-founder Christopher George himself, are breaking it down in a live training webinar today at 2 p.m. EST. They'll pinpoint exactly where your e-commerce business is likely getting it wrong and give you an actual framework on how you can actually fix it. There will also be plenty of time for Q&A to get your burning churn questions covered, because here at ProfitWell, we've constructed the largest churn data set in the world from 17,234 companies to be exact, while Subta is hands down the leader in bringing the subscription e-commerce community together. So this is a training you really don't want to miss. We'll send a link to the sign up in your subscriber newsletter. There are a few spots left, so we hope to see you this afternoon.
0: Now, we are seeing platforms like Netflix and Deliveroo surging in demand during the COVID-19 craziness. Food delivery and digital subscription services are benefiting the most from the outbreak over in the UK, a trend that's creeping its way over here, according to a survey by payment provider Barclaycard, which recorded growth of 12.4% among subscription entertainment services such as Netflix and Now TV, while takeaways took off with sales growth of 8.7%. But with these wins, we see many losses. The COVID-19 outbreak, outbreak has created a colossal loss for so many. It's expected to significantly impact global ad spend overall, while accelerating existing moves toward utility, e-commerce, and live streaming. And we're here wondering, how do we short-circuit the length of the economic downturn and start to pick ourselves back up as a global economy once the acuteness of the virus is gone? Amanda Northcutt over at The Subscription Coach, a company that helps optimize SaaS subscription and online memberships with things like marketing, sales, and retention, brought this very question up to me this week. How how do we move forward now practically speaking with so much uncertainty and is there a way we can pull thoughts on this from smart and informed people so i'm using this show as that very outlet if you have thoughts on this one email me at abby at and we'll share your answers in the show if we're not helping each other aren't we hindering
1: and we wrap with a bit on generational stereotypes in the workplace. Apparently, the gap may be smaller than you think. Matt Dunn over at Siege Media sent us a pretty cool infograph on this one, which we'll show in your episode and link in your subscriber newsletter. For the first time in history, he highlights five generations from Gen Z to the silent generation work side by side, and there are tons of stereotypes around them, that older generations are more satisfied, more committed, less likely to leave, etc. That actually really aren't that true. The visual debunks these and offers tips for generations old and young to work together in bliss. There's no doubt that baby boomers who lived through the civil rights movement, the first moon landing, the war in Vietnam, have a different worldview than millennials who were shaped by events like 9-11 and the arrival of the internet.
0: However, do those differently lived experiences affect the ways in which different generations interact with one another and perform at work? Are generational differences in the workplace all that significant? Or do all generations typically value the same things? And what about the current pandemic we're living through? That's sure to shape something, right? As a business owner, these are questions you can't really ignore. You need to make an effort to understand which generational differences are significant and which are perpetuated by stereotypes. This piece is great because it answers just that so you can take measured steps where need be to reduce generational bias in your own workplace. What are your thoughts in this space? Are generational stereotypes a problem, or are we closing that gap one international pandemic at a time? Please email me at abby at with your thoughts on this
1: one. And there you have it, your March 19th episode of Recur Now. If you're not already on the list to receive daily episodes, head to recurnow.com to sign up and stay healthy.
0: This has been a Recur Studios production, the fastest growing subscription network out there. If you find use for this show, subscribe for more like it at slash recur.